Welcome to Misty Kitch Podcast. Welcome to our new little series for our Spotify subscribers and patrons. We are going to talk about Monster of the Month. I found this little book called The Big Book of Monsters. Okay, it's not a little book. The Big Book of Monsters by Hal Johnson. And it's got fantastic little stories about different monsters. And I was like, oh my gosh. The Mystery Kids Podcast kids would love this. So this month being Halloween month, we are going to jump into the story of Frankenstein's Frankenstein's monster from the book Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. As the rain pelted down on his attic laboratory, a young scientist toiled late into the night, meticulously stitching together a man out of corpses he stole from the graveyard, slaughterhouses, and dissecting rooms, human corpses, but perhaps an animal corpses too, for what else can be found in a slaughterhouse? This was Victor Frankenstein, a chemistry student in the 18th century Germany and the world's first mad scientist. Turns out that building a human from jumbled parts is quite difficult. You have to knit together the veins and the nerves requiring a delicate touch. To make his work easier, Victor constructed everything on a larger than life scale. The body he ended up building was a full eight feet tall. In order to prevent anyone else from attempting to replicate this experiment, Victor refused to disclose how he managed to imbue imbue dead flesh with a spark of existence, but somehow he did it. His creation lived. Victor thought he would make a beautiful giant man, but the creature turned out as hideous as any jigsaw puzzle of dead flesh. The end result was not a man, but a monster, with watery yellow eyes and sallow skin that scarcely covered the work of muscles and arteries beneath. Horrified by what he made, Victor fled from the monster, and by the time he worked up the nerve to return to his lab, the creature was gone. But where do you go if you're an eight-foot-tall freak of nature with no sense of the world? The monster started to wander Europe, but everywhere he went, people either ran away screaming or threw rocks at him until he left. He was alone in the world, and he experienced nothing but hatred and pain. Finally, the poor wretch found shelter in a little abandoned hotel attached to a pleasant cottage. Pulling up there unseen, he spent the winter winter spying on people. But eavesdropping, and he learned to speak French by swiping books he learned to read, and reading taught him all about the world. Unfortunately, he was still really ugly, and people assumed that ugly on the outside equaled ugly on the inside. That the monster's soul was as crazy as his form, full of treachery and fiend-like malice. However, the monster behaved kindly for a while. He saved a little girl from drowning. He befriended an old blind man. But then he ran into Victor Frankenstein's younger brother, and because, one, the little boy was repulsed by the monster's hideousness, and two, he was related to Victor Frankenstein, the monster killed him. And then he frames the maid who sentenced him to death and was hung for his crime. Perhaps it was the cruelty of society, but Victor Frankenstein's creation ended up as twisted in his morality as he was in his autonomy. Lonely and depressed, shunned and hated by all mankind, the monster came up with a plan. He tracked down Victor Frankenstein and demanded that his creator fashion another eight-foot-tall freak to be his bride. The monster promised that he and his new wife would flee to the wilds of South America and live gentle, vegetarian life. 
This sounded like a good deal, so Victor agreed to clutch together a female monster. Eventually, he chickened out, though, fearing that the two creatures might reproduce and spawn a race of evil. Although he had half completed his assemblance of the female body parts, he decided enough is enough, and he threw her into the sea. When he found out that he would not have his promised bride, the monster went into a tear. He killed Victor Frankenstein's best friend. He waited until Victor got married and killed her wife. And then he killed Victor's father, but all the death made the old man kneel over, dead from a broken heart. I am malicious because I am miserable, Frankenstein's monster said. Victor decided to devote his life to hunting down the murderous fiend he had made. The monster led his creator on a merry chase down to the Mediterranean, Mediterranean and up through Russia, farther and farther north toward the everlasting ices of the North Pole. Cold didn't bother the monster, but the farther north they went, the more Victor suffered. When temperature and exhaustion finally killed off Victor Frankenstein, his monster came to his corpse and wept by the scientist's side. The monster hated Victor, but his entire life had revolved around tormenting his creator. With Victor dead, what was left of the monster to do? Nothing, that's what. So he vowed to set himself on fire deep in the Arctic wastes. Okay, so Frankenstein's monster was a crazy story that was written a long time ago. If you actually remember, I talked about this in the super volcano that erupted that brought on some of the dark and cold years. Um, it was actually born during that time. So it was kind of one of those dark stories that came from kind of a dark time in history, literally. So what did Frankenstein actually look like? Um, you might think of neck bolts and flat top and clunky boots, but that was actually the look of actor Boris Karloff sported in the 1931 movie adaptation, and it's become the, Frank the iconic Frankenstein look. But the lurching creature bears a little resemblance from the monster from the book. A gun-toting bookworm capable of moving with the swift swiftness of lightning. This is how Shelley described the monster. So Mary Shelley's Shelley was one of the youngest writers ever to pr produce a genuine classic. She was only 18 when she wrote Frankenstein. The story came to her while she was vacationing in Switzerland with her future husband, Pierce, Piercy Shelley. Percy Shelley. I should know that name because it's from Harry Potter. And their friends, Lord Byron and Dr. John Polidori. The group was trapped in a Swiss chateau by bad weather. Bored out of their minds, Byron suggested they each write a scary story to read to the group. When Mary chose to write about someone who tried to create life and instead created a murderous monster who eventually did him in, she may have been thinking about her own mother, a great writer, Mary Wollstonecraft, who was indeed killed by her own creation. She actually died giving birth to Mary Shelley. So four years after Frankenstein was published, Percy drowned in a boating accident and the poet Lee Hunt stole the heart from his corpse. So Mary Shelley had to beg Hunt for the orchid's return, almost the same way Victor Frankenstein had once scavenged the body part. Ooh, wow, that's, uh, no wonder she had such a dark story. She had some crazy things happening in her life. So if you ever refer to the monster as Frankenstein, Someone will say, excuse me, but Frankenstein's actually the name of the scientist. You are talking about Frankenstein's monster. The book never calls the monster by any name, but Vic Victor Frankenstein compares himself to the monster's father and the monster is Frankenstein's son. 
what would his name have been but Frankenstein? At the very least, almost all media released since the book publication have called the monster Frankenstein. So this was just kind of a science experiment gone wrong that happened in the 18th century. Um, he is resistant to the cold and he, he wanted to kill everyone that his father ever loved. He was all over Europe. So that is the story of Frankenstein's monster, which is a crazy little story that I didn't even know. It's such a classic story, but I didn't even know like the full story of it. So now you know the story of Frankenstein's monster. Thanks for listening.